Welcome to the show. In today's episode, we sit down to discuss overtraining and undereating, why these things are leading to you being too sore to function the next day after your training session or after your whatever physical activity it is that you're doing. You're either working too hard to be able to recover or you're not eating enough to be able to recover. And we kind of dive into the specifics of that on tonight's episode. With all that being said, don't forget to follow us on our social medias, the Facebook, the Legion Lifestyle Podcast, Instagram, the Legion Lifestyle, or my personal Instagram, I'm Dean, so can you reach out and let us know what you want to hear on the next episode of the Legion Lifestyle. We want to start tailoring this show to you guys, our listeners, and we want to talk about what you guys want to hear specifically. So with that being said, reach out and let us know what you want to hear on the next episode. Don't forget to follow and rate the show as that's really going to help us to get the show out to as many people as we possibly can. So without any further ado, let's dive into the show. Men and women of the Legion, welcome to Legion Lifestyle. Together, we can grow the Legion. Together, we can change the world. Together, we can unlock our true potential. Now, how do we do that? By sharing the show, by spreading the word about our mission to leave the world better than we found it, by inspiring you to live the Legion Lifestyle. That is the way of the Legion. Welcome to Legion Lifestyle. I'm your host, Dean. Joining me today, as per usual, Randy and Megan. Hello. What's up? What's going on, guys? How are you doing? I got my nose pierced. Yeah, we see that. Oh. She's only 33. <laughs> not a midlife crisis. Um, hey. I'm not mid. I really hope I make it past 66. I mean... Eh, debatable. You never know what's going to happen. That's true. It could be 80% life crisis. It's a weird world. Shit could happen. Oh, that's so horrifying to think about. Hey, any day you're alive is a good day. That's Preach. how I like to see it. Fun fact is we're the same age now, and I like to throw that in her face because it only happens for like six weeks. Yeah? Yeah. So she's always like, I'm younger than you. No, not anymore, you're not. And then he's always like, I look younger than you. I do. I, I believe due to my knees, I think I'm technically older than both of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I see your knees, and I raise you my back. Hey, in all fair. fairness, though, That's like... I would have given you a run for your money the other week when my, like, I'm that was pretty last sure. Week. Yeah. I think we told you my, like, patella dislocated. Oh, yeah. You told me about it in my last episode. Like, yeah. Popped yeah. out and then popped back in. I've been, like, babying shit out of it because I've been, like, worried. So I haven't been wearing an e brace for the most part. But I've honestly been super scared to go, like, heavy with legs. I'm like, I really don't want that to happen again. That was really uncomfortable. Yeah. I can only imagine. My knees sound like Rice Krispie treats whenever I do anything. Dude, times 10. I love Rice Krispie treats, by the way. Mm -hmm. Not when Mm -hmm. it's coming from my knee. I mean. But you're right. They are good. They're pretty damn good. Yeah. That sucks, though. Oh, always. Always. Do you do a lot of stretches or? Yeah. Yeah. I stretch all day at work. But it's just after my year and a half worth of knee injuries and then being 340 pounds for however long I was. Yeah, it just. Wasn't good. They'll probably they'll get better. Like I'm gonna keep working with them, but I mean they say no yeah. pain, no gain, but that's not the kind of pain you want. There's like they a different don't, kind of pain. They don't hurt. It's just gross. I mean, I almost wonder if like unless you like see a doctor or something like that might just be a lifelong thing that you're dealing with from probably. now on. Just because of you know what I mean, being heavy yeah. and the knee injuries, it's just kind of you know can't rewind the clock. It's not really Pretty gonna much. get better. It's kind of just. Trying to make sure it doesn't get worse. I think so. And I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of exercises. I was watching some videos on knee health the other day. And there's a lot of like exercises I can do to like heal them and make them better. 
and you know like uh like uh sled poles is one and like sled pushes and just like there's just a lot of like like knee over toe type uh stretches running I'm no. just kidding. No, just no. Running. <laughs> I, I just no. gave you the dirtiest look in my head, man. <laughs> no, no, no running for me ever again, yeah, unless yeah. I have to. My, I don't think my knees are as bad as yours, but even running a couple times a week when I was doing it took a pretty big toll. Like at one point, my knees were like swollen. Yeah, I geez. remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I do need to get my right leg looked at though because of all these veins and everything. Eventually, because now especially yeah, you have now I'm nasty getting, varicose veins, dude, they're bad. And now that I'm getting uh, lower in my body fat percentage too, like my they're ankles to show. and well, they're showing, but like my ankles, like you can see them right now. I mean, I don't know, like an audio show, but <laughs> I see a cable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's because my my right leg holds so much more water, and it's it, my ankles literally swollen all of the time <laughs> because of it. It's stupid. Edema. <sighs> a Dean problem. <laughs> Adina. <laughs> yeah, you guys finally bullied me into switching gyms. Hell yeah, man. So I think I just think a nice change of pace refreshes everything. Yeah. Um not seeing the same people, not seeing the same equipment, finding new ways to make your routine work for you. I just think a new atmosphere sometimes is refreshing and revitalizing. Definitely. You know, I was I was kind of getting a little bit stagnant at my other gym and it's because I, I started to get a, a lot of anxiety to go just for the fact that I'd get there and there'd be certain vehicles there. I'm like, oh, God, this person's here. This person's here. Now I'm going to have to talk to them. That's going to take 15 minutes. Now my you know hour workouts just an hour. It's an hour 45 because all these people are going to want to talk to me because you know I'm there every day. So I'm a public figure. And so obviously people are going to talk to me. So going to the new gym, <clears throat> today was my first workout by myself. At that gym, I worked out with you and uh, your buddy Aaron a couple times, or the one time. And mm-hmm. so this is my first workout there by myself, and it was so nice because I just walked in. I, yeah, I got a lot of looks because I'm six six, two hundred seventy five pounds of go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I got a lot of people staring at me, but like no one talked to me, no one came up to me. It was like you know, a couple highs Honestly, and hellos. Yeah, but- most people leave you alone there um, and just kind of let you do your thing, like. There are people that sit there and chat. Like I feel like that's every gym where you just see people like, dude, either use the equipment or like go somewhere else so like people can rotate in if they need to. But for the most part, it's pretty cool. And even the people that I talk to, they keep it pretty short and simple where it doesn't take up the entire gym time. I have not really run into that issue at uh, the new gym, the new gym you're going to versus like when I went to iGym and stuff like that. So it's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, and it helps me too because I'm kind of in a period right now where I'm just kind of like refocusing on on a lot of things, and so I've got my refocus on my, my workouts. I've got a uh, the owner of my bar that I work at, Hazard County. Shout out, give me money uh, more than you already pay me, which is decent. So thank you. Um, the owner he's paying for us all to go to Nashville in August, and so I'm like, cool. I'm gonna step up my shit, and so I'm like, I don't want to wear a shirt there because I'm still flabby, like. Two was that two months from now? Like I'm pretty sure I can drop like twenty pounds. That too much if I put my fucking ass into it. Because like my diet's been on point. I know what I'm doing. My workouts have been kind of slacking over the last month or so because I've been focused in a different area. But now I'm I'm kind of refocusing. Going to get my you know, keep my diet on point. Refocus. So I'm tripling up my intensity with my workouts. My volume's higher. Adding in thirty minutes of cardio every workout. That's not leg days. So it's like I'm going hard. I mean, I, I don't want to try and justify like 
going, um, taking it easy on your workouts, but like the diet's the more important factor. So oh, yeah. if you're going to slack somewhere, I would say slack in your workouts slightly Which over the diet. Is what I I've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. And because my diet, I've been doing it so long that it's just what I eat now. So that's not hard for me to do. I know for most people, the diet's the hardest part, but you do it long enough and it's just, it's just your life. But I've been slacking on my workouts because I've been trying to put the extra time into other places. But now those other places don't exist. So now I'm back to full force in the gym. And mm, those holes just, have closed up in your life. Yeah, you, not, the holes just got bigger. I think that's what that is. <laughs> falling into the holes. <laughs> now we ain't falling in no holes. Uh, we filled those up a long time ago. We just fell <laughs> off the ladder a little bit, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. Now we good, though. But uh, so, yeah, I'm focusing a lot harder on my workouts. Everything's kind of just like progressing a lot faster now because I've been in a place for a while where I was... Uh, as my buddy Tristan called it, main gaining. So like I'm main, maintaining, but I'm still making gains. Like I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm still losing fat. Like I'm noticing Doing the exchange. Yeah, I'm kind of in a Goldilocks zone. Like I'm not going hardcore in any direction. My strength is still slowly going up. My muscle mass is still going up very slowly. Especially my legs are reconstituting, but my uh, I'm seeing more vascularity. Like especially my bicep veins are starting to pop out a little bit. My shoulders look leaner. My neck looks leaner, and so I'm like. You know, I'm, I'm progressing in a in a good way, but just my like my the weight, the number itself isn't going down, which I know we talked in like our other episode. Like the numbers don't really matter right. that much; it's just kind of metric. So, the fact that I've I'm like two months in and my weight has stayed at 275, but I'm still noticing these changes, is pretty fucking good. That also tells me that like I I can kick it up a notch. Like let's throw in that 30 minutes of cardio. Let's add in some extra volume. Keep my diet where it is. Might feed myself a little bit more protein to help with recovery but like god damn let's go you know man i've been i need to kick it up because i've been making excuses lately but i'm in the same boat it's probably been closer to six months i've been sitting at the same exact weight but again i can see changes so i can see things are going in a positive direction still it's just that number won't change although it's a blessing and a curse because i'll fall off my diet for like two weeks and fucking Dr. Pepper and pizza and all of the bad things. And the numbers still won't change. I think the more accurate description is sometimes she'll fall back on her diet. (laughs) Because she's she's off it more than she is on it. But she's not really gaining any weight. No, She's like staying like very much within like a four pound ratio. Yeah. And like when you were walking or got out of the car and we're walking up here, I was Mm -hmm. like in my head. She looks like you look good. Yeah, no, she, she definitely does. Like, but. She's had like a stagnant weight thing for like, yeah. she's in between like, I'd say like 176 and 180 right now. Like she mm-hmm. kind of hovers depending on like what she's doing. She just, between the LASIK that she just had and then some other things, she just hasn't been super, the last like I'd probably say three weeks, three weeks, she wasn't super consistent with the gym because she had to recover because she couldn't yeah. strain her eyes. Yeah. Um, But now she's kind of getting back into like really hardcore workouts because her eyes have healed up. Um, and then the diet is just something she's got to work on a little bit more in general. She, she likes, I kind of envy it because she actually does like eat just kind of what she wants when she wants. And I'm like, shit, I wish I'm too sh- mentally strict on myself. <laughs> it's so funny to, like, Cause you that say go. that you say that you're like, I envy it, but then you're over here like shaming me. Like she falls on her diet. <laughs> I was joking with you, but I like, know, I, I'm she, just saying but, like she has pizza when she wants to, she has like, like noodles and everything. She's like, I had pasta for dinner and I'm like, 
Oh, well, you know, shit. Yeah. I, I wanted pasta, but, like, I just know I can't, like, <laughs> mentally let myself do that because, like, yeah, admitted to the diet. If you really want to know, like, it was, like, buttered noodles. Ew. It was literally, like, yeah. noodles and butter and salt because I was that tired. But I just, least I just needed food. That was all I, I had. do, like, ravioli with nothing but sea salt and olive oil, though. That is my shit. Oh, sounds good. Um, yeah. Or should we eat, like, a Jack's pizza? Yeah, I bet, I mean, like almost like, the whole jack. I can't eat the whole thing anymore. I can only get like three quarters of it. See, when I get done at the bar, like if I if I had a bad night at the bar, usually I'll get like a jack's pizza and like a sugar free. It is Dr. like Pepper. the greatest fucking shit pizza ever. It, it is. Let's put some it's on, on it. It's so terrible but, and so delicious yeah. all at the same time. But to touch on your thing, Randy is like you know you can eat all of those things. Yeah. Like it's not going to affect you. I understand the mental side yeah. of it because it's it's hard to especially when you're so disciplined and so dialed in. But it's like you gotta remember, like you're not like trying to be a professional bodybuilder or anything. So no. fuck it, have a, have a piece of cake or have some pizza. Now, man. Yeah, I just very much enjoy the progress and how my body looks right now. Yeah. So I don't give. But like when I like go out and eat certain things, I give in to like extreme. Like so, when we go have sushi. I give in to eat that type of stuff, like an overindulge on that stuff, rather than just like have some pizza or have some pasta at home. Like I wait till we go out to like a really nice place, and then I. I get my value out of like, all right, well, if I'm going to like cheat on my like diet and not eat what I normally eat, I'm going to make it worth it. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I'm pretty much the same way for the most part. I only eat like shit like when I go out, but uh, mainly my Monday through Thursdays, I'm very strict with myself. But my Friday, Saturday, Sunday, as long as I'm hitting my caloric goals and my protein goals, like I'll eat whatever the fuck I want. So like, and you know, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to get some buffalo wings. Like I know that's going to jack up my carbs and fats a shit ton, but Oh, it's got protein there. I need to supplement with a protein shake, and then I might need to skip a meal. But you know, it all evens out. Yeah, but I mean, you've been with us when we got to like Azumi's and eat. Oh, dude, dude, we we eat go so we much food. Go. If you ever, if any of you ever listening to this show get the pleasure of going to all you can eat sushi with us, and you don't make it to the second or third round third, of sushi, gotta have three rounds at least. You're never coming back. You're not invited you're anymore. Nev- yeah. You are not invited to the sushi outing. Sorry. We actually will never actually call you back to come back with us again. No. And it's Sorry. not out of disrespect, but like you can't slow us down. Yeah. yeah. No. Like, we got, go. this, we like, got sushi goals here. If we work out together. If we get to I'll round two and, and you bow out of round three, like we're not going to get round three either because you're ready to go. You got shit to do. You know, you may have forgotten your father's birthday. We're, we're calling somebody out. We're specifically <laughs> calling somebody out. Right now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and, uh, never coming back to sushi. <laughs> you, lost your you know, it's crazy. The last time after we went, Aaron went back for Mother's Day. No, no he no did. Shit. He went back yeah. the very next day. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Yeah, dude, I could not resist." I was like, "Damn." Well, well they have the hibachi steak and rice. I didn't know they had the steak and rice, but I'm yeah. like, "Shit, can I just get like a fill up this five gallon bucket? I'm taking so, home." So we All went. We went last night uh, with some of her friends and. I was not super hungry, and I was like looking maybe I'll just order something off the actual menu instead of getting the all you can eat. Dude, a Connie salad is like seven dollars. No shit. And yeah. all you can eat is actually like, like twenty nine bucks. And I was like, in a hibachi, huh. you know what I mean? It was like twenty bucks, and I was like, I, th- I, I think, think I'm good. I think off. I'm just if I'm yeah if I'm not. Well, I didn't end up eating anything. I just got green tea. Yeah. Because I wasn't super hungry, and I was like, if I ever come here, then the value is just in all you yeah. can eat. Well, I mean, it's it twenty. It's basically, it's thirty dollars, right? Yeah. And it's get whatever the fuck you want. And I mean, as long as you order, you know, like enough to make that worth it, which isn't that much. Yeah, it's like two things. Like, I mean, you go anywhere else and you get two sushi rolls. There's two 30, specialty 30, yeah. sushi rolls are like there's 15 bucks. bucks. Yeah. 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 So as long as you eat more than two, you're, you've already got your money yeah, back. I think we eat like eight or nine. Shout out oh, to dude, Azumi's. 
Yeah. We we basically we starve so we prep for yeah. for sushi Man. nights. It's great. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> but speaking of eating, perfect segue into <laughs> one thing I want to talk about today. I have a lot of people that come up to me and they'll like we'll talk about workouts and you know they they went and worked out only like one time a week and they're like, well, I'd, I'd work out more, but I just get so sore every time. Like you know, for the next three or four days, I can't you know take a shit because my legs hurt so much or or my arms hurt so much the next three days, I can't do anything. And the first thing I tell them every single time is the fact that you're that sore tells me one of two things. You're either overtraining or under eating, mm-hmm. which kind of go hand in hand. Because if you are pushing yourself, so if you're new to this lifestyle, especially, or even if you're not, even if you're very experienced, but you go to the gym and you kick your fucking ass and then you can't do anything for the next two days. Well, you overtrained for what your diet can handle. Because your diet is what is going to regulate your recovery. So if you're not eating enough to recover from the workouts that you're doing, you're going to be sore. You're going to hurt. You're going to feel like shit for the next few days until you get enough food to properly recover from that. Now, this is also, you know, sleep is going to be a huge thing and rest and all that. I think sleep is the the most underrated thing that you need in your life that I lack in mine. Yeah. Water and your salt levels actually affect muscle soreness a lot too. Yeah. Which obviously comes from your diet. True. I would say the other exemption would be um, if you don't normally work a muscle group and then you go in and do like you actually work that muscle and you specifically target say your glutes or your quads or whatnot. uh, It doesn't really, I don't really think your diet or anything like that's going to matter. You're going to be sore. It's going to minimize it though. Yeah. You're going to be sore one way or the other, but if you're sore to sore to the point where you're non-functional, that's what I'm that's where about. it's a problem. Like no matter what, you're you're going to have some level of sore. Like right now, like my shoulders are sore. I just worked yeah. out my shoulders hard and or my, my legs are sore from yesterday, but it's like I can still function. I can still mm-hmm. like like I'm talking to the level of soreness where you can't go and do anything or yeah. like you're you're missing your next two, three workouts because of that soreness. Mm-hmm. If you're hitting that level of soreness, Clearly, if you are not eating enough, you're, you're definitely not getting enough protein. So any of you out there who hasn't listened to me nerd out on nutrition already, mm-hmm. protein is what your muscles are made of. And when you are working out, you are uh, creating little micro tears within your muscle cells. And <laughs> Meg is over here throwing shit. Fucking shit up left <laughs> yeah, I think the recommended protein is like points. It's 0.75 gram. to one gram yeah. per pound mm-hmm. of body weight. And then depending on your type of training. So like. Uh, anyone who out there is like doing like heavy strongman powerlifting or like extreme, you know, bodybuilding, you're going to want more because you're going to be pushing yourself so much more with your workouts. But if you're not, you know, but even then hitting 0.75 grams of body weight or uh, 0.75 grams of protein per Per pound pound. body weight, um, then that's hard to do. We've talked about that a lot. That's very hard to reach in in a good way. It's hard to to reach that by eating just, natural foods without well, even, supplementing like a yeah. whey or some type of um protein like yeah. that to kind of help alleviate how much food you're intaking because like if you look at a whey it's like what like 120 yeah. calories and it's like almost no carbs and no fat and it's pretty much all protein yeah well so 125 grams of uh, would that be a 25 gram protein shake so like i'll you know like i supplement in the mornings with a 50 gram protein shake um or i mean after my workouts and so like there's nothing wrong with that, but specifically just saying like if you're not getting the proteins to be able to because that's what's going to heal those muscle uh, muscular tears, those little micro tears within your muscles when you're when you're working out, you tear your muscle. Basically, think of proteins that you intake as the filler for those, and if you don't have enough filler, 
well, now you got those open wounds that are going to be sitting there and not not healing. I know that's that's about the best analogy I can make on that. So you need to be make, making sure that you are getting your, your calorie goals and your protein goals because that's what's going to help you recover and help you stay in the gym consistently without getting that, that level of soreness and that's you know basically mm-hmm. debilitating. Also, your carb intake should be plentiful. That yeah. way you can sustain energy for your workouts. Yeah, that's going to be the glycogen from your carbs that's going to help give you fuel for your workouts. But from more of a recovery stance, like Dean said, you want your protein. So things like dairy, eggs, um, meat. meat. Meat is the course. best one. Honestly, chicken, chicken if you do um, like a fatty fish, like a salmon or something like that, because then you're going to start incorporating things like omegas and stuff, yeah. which will help. But you, like, you have to be careful of the fat contents because yes. if you're eating a lot of salmon, you're fat can, yeah. there's a lot of fat in salmon. Salmon is a very fatty fish. And so if, you, if you're counting your macros and, and you know, if you're, if you're not incorporating for the fats within that salmon, but everything else is good, mm-hmm. that's going to jump you over your caloric. Yeah. But uh, it is good levels. fat. Yeah. If you're writing it, it's good fat. There's actually, I was just like flipping through here and um, for DOMS, which is what it's called, delayed onset muscle soreness. Um, says tart cherry juice is huh. a good way to help yourself recover as well as watermelon. Yeah. Those are not two that I would have thought of. Is, does it say some kind of nutrient in them or is it just the I think it has a lot to do just general nutrients um, and, oh, God, these are big words. Amino, okay, so amino acid L-citrulline in watermelon okay. helps uh, a bunch of different which you're going to have l-citrulline in most pre or most yeah. uh, uh, pre-workouts that you get is going to mm-hmm. have a lot of l-citrulline in it usually yeah, that's kind of what it's looking for the most it's talking about carbs amino acids antioxidants stuff like that but yeah well so it's essentially it's the amino uh, the uh, amino acid the essential amino acids is what's going to be doing all the repairs on your muscles mm-hmm. which you get all of your amino acids from protein mm-hmm so that's that's why one thing I always say, like if you, if you're getting your protein intake, uh, yeah. taking like BCAAs, branched chain amino acids, is pretty much pointless because you're you're already getting them all through through your protein intake. That is important. This is a fun one. My brother did a, what's the big paper that you write for like a master's degree, a thesis, yeah, yes. the, or something like that. So he, statement. I don't know if he ever like followed through with this one, but he was going to do it on the effects of like beet juice on muscle recovery and it's funny that this says this is beet juice and i couldn't quote exactly what his theory was because this was like 10 years ago but it has to do because uh, the nitrates that are in beet juice like help oxygenate your blood more so it obviously flows more to your muscles and stuff like that which helps in recovery and and all that fun stuff but i just thought beet juice yeah it's gross but drink it anyways (laughs) yeah highly oxygenated blood is going to be it's going to carry nutrients more effectively than lower oxygenated blood <clears throat> yup. Eat your fruits and vegetables and your meat. Stay healthy, kids. And worry about other stuff. That's why we're here. We're all staying healthy. I mean, we learn new stuff every day. <laughs> yeah. But so, another thing along with soreness is a lot of the times we won't feel the effects of workouts. We won't feel sore at all. And a lot of times that can be your under training. You're not you're not working hard enough. And I, I like to tell people like if you're sore, you're either again, you're either overtraining or under eating. But at the same time, you want to be able to feel the effects of it, especially mm-hmm. while you're working. You want to be able to feel that burn. You want to be able to feel like you're doing something. And you want to feel like, especially over the next like day or two, you want to feel like you did something, but you don't want it to be de- debilitating. And so right. if, if you work out and, and you know you don't even break a sweat and you get out of the gym, you're like, you know, it's like, oh, it was whatever. And you're following someone's program that they wrote up. And like, well, 
I don't think you're, you're either not pushing yourself hard enough or you're not doing enough work or there, there's some kind of uh, disconnect there where, where you're just not putting in the work you need to be putting in. I always see that for me personally with biceps. I can never make my biceps sore. And I think it has the correlation to do with like, I like to do arms in general. I probably prefer triceps, but like, I don't know why I struggle so hard to push myself when it comes to working my bicep because I'm like, ow, it hurts, stop. Yeah. But it's just that one muscle. Anything else, I'm like, yeah, it hurts. <laughs> well, it's just, just that kind of pain barrier that you have to push mm-hmm. yourself through, which brings us to the kind of the mentality of being able to push yourself harder is. I think I'm subconsciously terrified of bicep tears. I mean, that could be a thing. Fear plays a huge role. And that's what pain is. Pain is telling us, hey, stop doing what we're doing. Uh, so when you feel pain, it's basically your brain or your body telling your brain like, hey, this hurts. It's setting off these alarm bells. And then, you you know, your brain incorporate uh, responds to that as, as telling you like, hey, Not pain, fuck off. stop this. Like, don't push harder. And so it's you have to train yourself to be able to do it, but kind of like push yourself past that pain mm-hmm. barrier. Because once you once you effectively push yourself past that barrier of pain, you're capable of so much more. The door, the floodgates open for you at that point, because mm-hmm. if you stop when it hurts, you'll never do anything. Right. But if you if you push past it, like I mean, obviously healthy way, like it, like there's a difference between just like, hey, this burns, and it, like okay, push yourself past it, and yeah. like, hey, you're about to you know tear your bicep pain. Yeah. Like there's a very noticeable <clears throat> difference. And, and yeah, you I know. can get to a burn point, but there's just something about straining, straining my bicep to that like failure point yeah. that I just it gives me the heebie-jeebies. And that's where failure training for me has been very effective as guy was like kicking my ass out of my kind of mm-hmm. uh, little lull that I was having is because to put yourself to actual failure to the point where like you legitimately cannot do another rep. And I'm, and so many people say they push themselves to failure, but it's like, no, you got 20 more reps. In no, like before. You, you like literally I'm, can't pick your arm up. Yeah. Like, like I'm talking like not, not failing to one rep. Like, like you can't even move the way yeah. you can begin to move the way that you're at. That is failure training. Yeah. Which, Again, if you're newer or even intermediate level to the gym, like don't jump straight into failure training because then you're going to overtrain yeah, and you're going to ex- get hurt. Exactly. Overtraining leads to injuries. Yeah. Like if you're not recovering from your workouts already and you're going to push yourself to failure, like like my legs, like I did some pretty hefty leg workout yesterday. So like, I'm not going to do anything with my legs for till, till tomorrow till, you know, because it was a very quad focus. I'm doing hamstrings mm-hmm. focus. So like, but at the same time, like, I'm eating everything I need to be eating. So I'm like, today I'm good. Tomorrow I'll be sore, but I'll be good. I'm gonna do my stretches, gonna eat, and I'm gonna recover from what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're an appropriate amount of sore, it's like a really fucked up gift yeah. or something like that. Like, I love more than anything, and I don't work my core a lot because there's only like maybe three core exercises I can do without hurting my back. But um, when my core is sore, I, I just it's like ecstasy because every time you like laugh or giggle or I don't know, try to fart or something like that, it's like, oh, yeah, I did good work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, well, especially when you get in this lifestyle, it is weird, though, because in a way we are all masochists. I know you kind of like the pain. And, yeah, it's like we all we all work to hurt. Like, yeah. like I mean, obviously not to the point of wanting to die every day, but no, like, or being unfunctional. There was one time I, I did actually train biceps and it was, I was 
more fresh in on that gym cycle. You don't want to have many cycles on, cycles off, all that shit. But the next day I was a goddamn T-Rex. <laughs> I could not put my arms down. They were just and I like even asked like some one of the trainers or something like that. And they're like, oh, yeah, you probably like overtrained and like injured a tendon or something. Cause I'm just like, what? Yeah. Well, and that'll happen to me. But that's just because my biceps will start cramping, which yeah. is because there's not enough sodium or, or I'm lacking in water or something. But yeah, staying hydrated is another huge thing. Drink, drink water, people. I know. Come on. I've been trying. I've been one of those bougie bitches carrying around the like gallon of jugs that says like. Keep going, sipping strong. <laughs> Got a motivational bottle. Yeah, I do. That she doesn't drink out of. <laughs> hey, hey, I took it with me to work the last three days. I put purple in it. The, crystal light, oh. crystal light packets. I put purple in it. That's what we call it. We call it purple. We <laughs> grabbed it purple. So grape, I assume it's grape. Yeah, it's yeah. grape yeah. crystal okay. light packets. But we're stupid. Can we're we talk about how grape doesn't taste like grapes? Like anything that is grape flavored does not taste like a grape. Maybe grapes don't taste like grape. Whoa. Did you ever think of it that way? Whoa. Because they have High green thoughts. grapes. <laughs> I was just saying, I was like, we need to leave here. <laughs> Let me call up the dealer. He's like, he's like, shit. My whole life's a lie. I feel Uno like grape flavored things <laughs> taste like, like grape jelly. Like when you smash them down and add a fuck ton of sugar. Which at that point, it's just like sugar with a hint of grape. So really, we're just <laughs> grape flavored things are just sugar. We got off on yeah, a tangent. Pretty, pretty, much. Sugar. pretty much. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sugar will not help your muscle soreness. No, it won't actually. If, if, honestly, if possible, cut, you, I think people should cut out sugar from their lives entirely. Oh, like, yeah, I know. It's hard for me too. I, I think you, I think the better thing is you need to lower your sugar intake gradually to oh, yeah. eliminating it. Don't ever. I would never suggest somebody do something cold turkey. I mean, unless you're that like if you got the mentally ill and you can handle it, like you're one of those crazy people. Like I'm cutting this shit out and I'm done like with Randy. it. <laughs> yeah, unless you're like me. Don't be like me. I'm not. I'm not a good example. But like, <laughs> but like, just gradually. You know what I mean? Get adjusted. Don't I mean, like shock your body to that extent because that could have negative ramifications too. Like doing stuff like that to that extreme could make you go back to it in a very well, like way where so that's you end like up where you develop like binge type yes. things. Yeah. So because I think the gradual way of going about it is going to yield better long term results of you actually being able to cut it out and keep it out of your diet. I mean, yeah. while like white table sugar really has very little to no nutritional value for you. It's just nom noms. I don't know. There's just so many things that like sugar is involved with and like people like tackle with joy so i i would say very limited quantities yeah i mean it's just like going out to eat like it shouldn't yeah. be at all of the like you shouldn't be eating out every meal of I your think, day i think most people know that subconsciously it's just it's that demon that they want to ignore you yeah. know because they're like what did you say that dean you wanted to ignore <laughs> i wasn't for sure are we man. talking about demon. people that want to now ignore demon. me because we can go down that hole <laughs> i'm sorry i'm <laughs> oh, there's another hole. More holes. <laughs> holes everywhere. Hey, and if but, you live in Iowa, you got to watch out for those. We got massive holes everywhere. Potholes, man. Potholes. <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, definitely. It, sugar's one of those things where it's it, it's a treat. It should be mm -hmm. treated as such at, on occasions. But so if you're one of those people that's drinking two liters of Mountain Dew every single day, like, like if you cut that out right away, like you're gonna have some nasty ass headaches because that you're addicted yeah. to the sugar. Like really I, I'm sorry, but you are. We <laughs> all humans are. Anything is addicted. 
uh, addictive. Like you can be addicted to drinking gas. Yeah. Or well, I think the more important thing. thing to point out is probably the caffeine is the worst. That's the caffeine the, too. The addiction that people have to caffeine is probably greater than any other yeah. addiction that there you probably is. Strip my coffee out of my cold hands. <laughs> yeah. So but I think that's the mentality can, that yeah. everyone has yeah. because of when they try to not have the caffeine because we're, we're anymore we're bred to. To consume caffeine all day, every day. Like, what do you do first thing in the morning? Caffeine. What do you do half of the other day? Caffeine. What I also do work third shift, so like I'm very much coffee yeah. type person. I mean, so. I'm the same way. Like, uh, like when I wake up, well, so I like to delay my caffeine by at least two hours, and honestly, that has affected my uh, caffeine addiction a lot because now I can go all day without it. It's more just an additive. Like when I wake up first thing in the morning and had caffeine, like immediately. Then it was like I need this to be awake, but now I can wake up and like I'm like I'm fully awake. I don't I don't need that caffeine because when you when you wake up and you drink a cup of coffee right after you get out of bed and after you have like the whole don't talk to me I have my coffee bullshit like that's because that that's an addiction is what that is. It's because you are unable to function. Your body is unable to function because it's relying on that. And after I know it's an yeah. addiction because it's not just coffee. Don't talk to me until I've had coffee. And a cigarette. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I've, I've delayed my caffeine intake until minimum two hours until I've been awake, which is, that's it's changed me from absolutely dreading mornings. And I'm more of a morning person now because I can get up and just go because I'm not reliant on the caffeine first thing in the morning to, quote, unquote, wake me up. Yeah, Randy you know? was I wait about me. an hour. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay. You, you were telling about? me about a study that you read. About, or maybe I heard it somewhere. I don't remember. Something like that. But like, yeah, delaying coffee by like two hours because most of the time, what, caffeine, only a cup of coffee runs through your system within like four hours. I forget. I I was watching, um, Joe Rogan had a guy on his podcast and he was talking about like the benefits of delayed caffeine intake in the morning and stuff like that. But I think it was by at least a half hour. Uh, I'd have to relook up the clip. Um, but I normally wait about an hour because the first thing I do when I get up shower, I don't go anywhere, do anything until like I'm clean and ready to go out. Like in, cause I'm like one of those people, like I'm not going to just roll out of bed and go to the gym smelling funky. Cause I just, you know, sweat was sweating all night. You know what I mean? And like taking my bed smell into the gym. I just think that's extremely disrespectful yeah. to everybody else in that shared space because I feel attacked right now. Yeah. <laughs> I shower um, before bed. Yeah. No, I mean, I do I that too. I don't do that shit. Yeah. Um, I take a shower first thing in the morning. Uh, and then normally by the time I get done with that and get dressed and get adjusted or whatever, and I'm woken up, then I have a cup of coffee. And then I wait about an hour after my cup of coffee, and then I go hit the gym. So, like, I, I really like Celsius. And take so. pre-workout. <laughs> and take pre-workout. So, my, my caffeine throughout my entire day is, I so, I, you know, I get up about 3.30. So, by the time I get to work, because uh, I, I my, my job starts at 5.00. And Ew. it's only about 30 minutes after that. Then I crack my Celsius open it. But I sip on that until, you know, basically from 530. I usually finish it around like 8 o'clock, 9 people. o'clock. And so I just sip on it the whole day. And so, like, I'm not just like, hey, here's two, 200 milligrams. Bam, punch you in the face. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, a little bit here and there all day. And then even then, like, I bought a high stim pre-workout. It's 400 milligrams per scoop. I only take a quarter scoop. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also take a, a scoop of, uh, like, a, a pump, like a non-stim and then in uh, two scooper, I think it's like 200 micrograms of creatine, micrograms, milligrams. I can't remember what they weigh that in of creatine and uh, basically two scoops of that. And so I, that's what I take for my pre-workout. So really, I'm only getting like another 7,500. So all day, I'm only getting like 350 at most uh, so grams bad. of caffeine. So terrible. 
Yeah, our, our pre-workout's 250 milligrams um, just for a full scoop. Yeah. So, I mean, I do that, but uh, I take creatine at night. Yeah. So I don't actually sub it in with like my workout stuff. Yeah, I take it uh, with my. I take it, you know, in my pre-workout. I dude, my pumps have been insane. Yeah, insane. Aaron bought this other stuff for a pump, and then so we do aminos. We take aminos for just like some energy through like when we have like hardcore workouts and stuff like that. Yeah, like and an intra workout. Yeah, yeah, and then I mixed it with the pump because I was like, I don't have it at a blender bottle. Whatever, I'm just mixing it. So it was like great flavored aminos with like a blue. It was like blue, mojito, blueberry, raspberry, yeah. something or another. It was a weird mixture. Yeah, but that was insane. I was like, "That's that's a bit much." Yeah, you guys taste your stuff. I don't ever taste my supplements. Mm-hmm. I just chug them. No, so like aminos are like while we're working out. Yeah. So it's like you definitely taste throughout those. the thing. Oh, okay. So yeah. the pre-workout, I try to just I try down really it. hard to yeah. just get it. Down. Depending on the brands, some of them taste like ass. Well, like like my mixer, it it honestly it does taste pretty good. But like I'm just you're like, taking I'm the just um, putting it in. that black ops bundle. Yeah. Or whatever. So basically, I have uh, oh, who who makes it? It's a red kind of one that makes the black yeah. ops. Yeah. So black ops or no, a total war black ops, which mm-hmm. is their high stem. Yeah. Which to I don't recommend that for anybody to be. That's 400 fucking milligrams per scoop. Yeah, that's like you're going to have the jitters. I took one scoop of that, like one full scoop, like just to try it knowing I would hate it. And I was like, oh, my God. It just – if you can take that and, like, get a good workout, see your doctor. Holy right? shit. Like, that's a lot of caffeine. That's a lot of strain <laughs> on your heart. And not to mention, I mean, most people that you would take something like that, like, they're – Already probably having a couple energy drinks throughout the day and shit too. Right, Dude, the, the amount of caffeine coffees. people drink throughout out, out a day averagely is mm-hmm. insane. Like I know uh, little white girls that are a third of my size that drink probably twice the amount of caffeine. I'm like, Jesus fuck. Do you remember that show like a thousand ways to die? Yeah. Did you ever see the episode? I think I don't remember the amount of energy drinks. I think it was Red Bull, but whatever. They just said energy drinks. But it was in the teens, maybe maybe twenty. Yeah. But she drank like twenty within like a couple of hours. She was just fucking slamming them, and her heart exploded. I don't think Red Bull has a huge amount of caffeine. I think it's this like, was like way back in the day. Though. Yeah, so maybe even then. Like I, 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 I want to I mean, say, depends. if you get one of those like Randy, you're on your phone. Look it up. How much caffeine in a Red Bull? I want to say it's like 80, 80 milligrams. I, was gonna say I don't think 50, it's that much. Like say so I think it's once you get into like uh, it's past a thousand milligrams is when it's like deadly. Yeah. I think it's it's you know safe. It says one twelve ounce can is one hundred eleven milligrams. One hundred eleven. Yeah, mm, it's more than I thought. It's just you know that's pretty decently high. Yeah, so you drink ten of those in a day, like you're already like it's, that's a fucking lot. Which it's it's crazy because it's, it's pretty easy to do. Although if, I don't like Red Bull, I don't understand why anybody likes Red Bull. So it it does take, taste like shit. It's it's not good. So da, 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 it would take. Forty cups of coffee to be lethal. Yeah. Well, how? Well, coffee has roughly uh, fifty milligrams in a cup. So, math fifty times. Says a lethal amount of caffeine what? is about one hundred and eighty milligrams. That's not right. No, per liter, per liter in your blood. Uh, one hundred and eighty milligrams per liter. So, how many in milligrams would you have to ingest for it to be deadly? When you consume uh, roughly a hundred milligrams of caffeine, it raises your blood caffeine levels by about five milligrams. I'm not doing that much math. That's a lot of math. <clears throat> I don't like math. You could just Google how much caffeine to kill you. That's and... what I did, and that's what it gave me. Oh, that's bullshit. 
Man. Google wants me to do. Fuck you, Google. Fuck you, Google. Do not sponsor us. Fuck you. I Actually, don't do that. No, hold on. They make a lot of money. Oh, please sponsor okay. us. Speaking okay. of sponsoring us, um, we don't have a sponsor. If you'd like to sponsor us, please email us at. Uh, oh shit! I keep forgetting I did this, but we have an email now. It's a oh, for, the, for the show specifically. It's a uh, I believe it's just legionlife at gmail.com. So if you like, uh, you guys want to email us your questions or any comments, or if you're a sponsor looking uh, to. Hire us for any any reason. We do have a price for everything. We've talked about this. <laughs> well, one thing I, exciting I did want to talk about. I sent you guys a screenshot on Monday, I believe. But we have just hit a huge milestone. We have passed uh, a thousand listens total on the show. So, quick shout out to everybody who's listening to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate all of you for you know coming back every week and listening to us talk about some stupid bullshit. Thank you. We hope you guys are getting something out of it and we hope you guys are enjoying the show and not just listening to, you know, even if you're just listening to support us, thank you, but like, you know, we hope you actually enjoy what you're hearing. Yeah. And if you do, leave a comment. No one's commenting. Come on, guys. What do you let's, let's get with it. We're yeah. lonely. <laughs> we just sit and talk to each other every week. That's boring. We yeah. want to talk to you. Pretty much. Yeah, we want to bring you guys into the show. So <laughs> seriously, email us. At, uh, I'll, I'll double check this. I'll put that at the beginning intro, but I believe it's Legion Life or Legion Lifestyle at gmail.com. And uh, email us your questions, your comments, anything you guys want to hear us talk about in the next episodes, uh, because we want to bring you guys. I know we've uh, gotten some personal from our friends feedback that we, we can kind of talk about the same stuff every week, but you know. What do you guys want to hear? Like, like you guys are tuning in every week, especially the, especially you guys are tuning in every week. Like, what do you want to hear? What advice do you want? You know, mm-hmm. let us know. Sounds good. Yeah. Tell us what we need to know. Oh, anyways, I'm kind of out of energy for the day, so I might end this one a little early. That's fair. Yeah. Sounds good. I'm tired too. A little, little short episode for you guys. We still love you though. It's yeah. Okay. It's been a fucking week. It, it really has. has. I'm a, I'm pretty mentally taxed yeah well see this would be a good opportunity if there's anything about muscle soreness or diet nutrition etc that we didn't touch on today send us an email leave a comment let us know very nice randy do the outro kick rocks (laughs) (laughs) no seriously do the outro no no. make your own do something we'll see you next week bye you heard it here, folks. See you next week. Bye. Get out there, get some training. Be better than you were yesterday, every day. Let's make the world better than we found it. Come on, let's grow the Legion. Let's get this as big as we possibly can. Grow the Legion. Grow the Legion. And uh, yeah, anyways, peace out, y'all. Bye. Later.